What's one thing, sorry, what's one thing that you've learned about running a business that you didn't expect? There's probably more than one, but like what's... There's so many. Yeah. Because this is going to lead into the next question, but kind of a little lighthearted maybe, not lighthearted, but what's something that you were just like, well, I have no idea about that. Well, I can tell you like it's very hard to like find people to do what we feel like we can do. So hiring is a tough, tough job that like we didn't know was going to be so tough. So what about it though? What about hiring? Dependability, finding someone who's dependable. But also like this is, like we said, it's our baby. Like, and we have a a level of quality that we want to uphold. And if someone doesn't feel the same way and doesn't love the business the way we do, like it shows in their work. And that's a problem for us. And I would say your situation is a little bit different than other people's situation because it's not solely just predicated on customer service because I could go to you for the customer service, but when it comes to kind of that end piece, you're entrusting one of your employees to do that. And I can see that that being quite difficult. Mm -hmm. So how do you try to find that right person? Like, is there kind of a probationary period with people? We, (laughs) honestly, we haven't really found the person that, can do what we, we do. Tr- we give them a chance. We give them a chance. Nobody's. <laughs> it's a tough. The employee yeah. part is a tough part for us. But but I guess realistically, no one is ever going to do it the way that you do it. Like I've learned that. Like even as a parent. And that's the flaw of our business. You see it as a flaw. Yeah. Because I agree. it prevents you from hiring more people. Yeah. Yeah. And we're perfectionists, so. We're not willing to sacrifice anything okay. to make it more replicable. Okay. Yeah. You'd agree? It makes it, yeah, it makes it tricky to grow. Okay. Um, yeah. Is that I your agree. plan? So one of the questions I was going to ask is, where do you see E&R Sweetery in 10 years, in 20 years? We would love to be a household name. Okay. <laughs> so Would we not? You kind of are. But anyways, more of a household name. Maybe even internationally. Okay. That'd be cool. But no one but but getting to that point, you can't it's a it's an impossibility to run it. It's an impossibility with two people. No. There's just no we way. We would have to make a lot of changes. Yeah. We're working on it. We're okay. working on it. Um But that's where you want to go though. That's where you'd like to be. On a much larger scale. We would like to be on a larger scale for sure. Okay. Maybe multiple locations, or maybe getting a product into somewhere more on the retail side, or you know something like that. Yeah. But definitely larger scale. We want to grow. So. And so ten years because we're gonna look back on this. We in don't want to be working eighteen-hour days. Okay. <laughs> that oh. I can guarantee. Okay. <laughs> I don't. It's kind of a question mark. Okay. Um. But we still want to be working together. We do. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. I love it. That's a very, that's one thing I can say for sure. I want to be working with her. And that's something we've discussed like over and over and over again. So like, we know that we are appreciated by each other. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So uh, let's get into the next question is, what are some of the struggles? So you shared with us some of the things that you just absolutely didn't realize when, when operating a business. What were some of the struggles, maybe even before getting to where you are now, even before finding a place? What were some of those struggles? Um, finances you, were a struggle. Okay. 
in terms of having it or getting qualified for it like getting qualified was it wasn't that it hard. wasn't that hard but mm-hmm. obviously it cre- it makes it hard while you're running the business because in your first couple of years yeah. like it's you have to be paying off those loans and we do it great but yeah. it's a fine it's a struggle yeah i think we made a, a lot of mistakes not Ir, like, not, not your irreversible. Okay. No, yeah. I mean like the mistakes business side. Um, or maybe not mistakes, but things we could have done better. You know, like from the very beginning, we took on quite a bit of debt uh, to build the space, which now we love. Um, but yeah, I yeah, like the space is absolutely amazing. Like we are so lucky to have such a large space, but yeah. like a lot of bakeries have like a smaller space, a third of that, and like they maybe do we didn't need to spend so much on the contracting, or maybe you know we could have found a place that was the, maybe a little bit ready yeah. to go, yeah, or, or you know like little Although things really like that. Our, <laughs> I mean, no, we really love our location. It's and kind it's, of like. Maybe not mistake, maybe, again, is not the right word, but it's kind of like something we might have learned from, but, like, yeah. we do love the outcome at the same time. So True. it's kind of like, yeah. But these are things that you're going to take with you as you grow. Absolutely. With multiple yeah. locations, you'll be like, you know what, we got to really pay attention to this. Okay. We also made, like, we mentioned, like, some hiring mistakes. Not anything detrimental, but, you know, people who didn't work out. We also started off, like we said, with, like, this huge product list, huge flavor list, and, like, We've cut down, so I know I'm so sorry. Um, if you've been a client of mine, and this is a tough, it's a pain point, you know on the one-year anniversaries, I send you two dozen um, s'mores cookies. This is actually where it comes from. And we love our s'mores yeah. cookies. You are not the only one to um, like it's take issue with the that. best cookies I've ever had in my life. And I don't say that because I know you so well. I truly believe it so much so that I actually give it to people and I hear consistently like holy like I remember giving it to one of the managers at my brokerage just kind of as a nice gesture and she was like yeah I caught my husband first thing in the morning like before seven like eating the cookies she's like is that for breakfast he's like yeah well we got to eat these before they go back and I can tell you like I refuse to eat any like I won't eat another cookie so yeah I want to I want I want I want because I wanted to talk to you about that like we still eat our product all the time constantly I think that's that's tremendous it's very telling of like what you're doing and why you're so successful it's like you love what you do but you also love your product so much so that so much. you prefer that we stand behind our product 100 percent. like so 100. there's extra cupcakes <laughs> like we're eating them like we're not giving them away we eat them so can I ask you let's say okay you're really craving something sweet and you can't make it, or you you have not made it. What is that thing? Like I know, like chefs, like Definitely on the best. Food Network, you know, <laughs> they can create anything. But like when they're asked, they're like, "Yeah, I go to like I don't know, like Leo's, like Burger Joint in like the Bronx," and they're like, "That's kind of the greasy spoon." Is there anything like that for you, where you're just kind of like, "I like that dessert," and it may not even be something that you is even kind of on your menu list, but you're just like, "I like that." Well, we don't make ice cream. We don't, oh, I love ice cream. Okay. Where's your, where's your favorite ice cream place? This is always interesting because it's like dessert, like, right? Like, the I palette. love Baskin Robbins. Candy. Yeah. Or bubble gum. I she bubble likes. Gum. The okay. two that I, I remember that too. last. So good. Yeah. 
I used to have the bubblegum ice cream, and I used to like take the bubblegum, and I wouldn't chew it. I'd put it in a little pile. When I finished my ice cream, then I'd eat the like, chew the bubblegum. Whoa, I used to swallow it. <laughs> so you're still di- digesting that from what like, every teacher told me when you, I was younger? 100%. <laughs> um, what yeah, about you, Rachel? So ice cream, yeah? Um, I'm like not crazy about ice cream personally, but I'll dabble. Yeah. Honestly, there's not like that many desserts. There's certain things we don't make because we don't bake with nuts, but like I'm not really going around craving like a macaron cookie. But like, I don't know. We could technically make them at home. Like, I made Nutella brownies the other day at my house. That you didn't bring me any. Because I ate them. Let's cut this right now. Like, what? <laughs> but we don't make them at the bakery, but I didn't go somewhere to get them. Like, I so you don't make them, them at, at the bakery home. because of nuts. Because of nuts. So you are a nut. We are not. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> we didn't even let him finish. Yeah. Okay. It's a gray area. It's a gray area. Um, we don't bake with nuts, but we're not like a certified nut-free facility. Okay. Um, what does that mean? We don't for send people our who product, don't know. Yeah. So we we don't send our product out for allergy testing or anything like that. Um. So we're not like legally nut free. And we do use some products that have like cross contamination. Like, we might use like an M M&M, and M, but we don't use a peanut M M&M, and M. But we might use an M M&M, and M, which I don't even know the last time we did that. But okay. besides the point, but it happens. Um. Does that affect your business? Positively and negatively. Okay. What do you mean? Um. We get a lot of inquiries about nut-free. If you're nut-free, okay. But we find that we don't lose a lot of Some. clientele. Some, once in a while, if it maybe has to go to a nut-free school or, or something yeah. like that. Okay. But generally, people still will order from us. Okay. And then they'll just say, we'll tell the parent, you know, the situation. There's also a few people who ask for Nutella or this or that or that has nuts. That, but that's you know, like a little rare. bit more rare, yeah. Do you think maybe your next location might be like true nut free we so will that, never do different that's too confusing for people oh, like we wouldn't make like wow. one nut free one gluten free okay okay it has to be consistent because yeah. i don't want someone to go to the not nut free one and yes. think it's nut free got it okay. order dot 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 oh okay so consistency is definitely important to us okay yeah. so uh hiring was a, was a pain point yes. now when you don't hire the right person i'm curious what your philosophy is is it the person's fault or is it your Our fault? fault? <laughs> I love it. I l- no, no, it's tr- it's true though, right? <laughs> Why'd you say our fault? What did we do? No, I was. It's not. I no, was, no, that's oh, not I like was... not like. Oh, it's your fault. No, I but I, I look at it like when I hire anyone, if it doesn't work out, I blame myself because I feel like I didn't take enough of the. I didn't go through. I didn't do enough due diligence and really vet that person proper enough to be like, you know what. The expectations you have and we have as business owners, we have these great expectations and that when someone doesn't execute, it's so easy to be like, you didn't do this, blah, blah, blah. But did I hire the right person for the job? Did I create the right environment for them? Because I looked at this from pretty early on when I started doing real estate is go in with no expectations that I would hire someone like me. I don't need a me. And I think if I hire strictly someone like me, I'm going to fail at that because if they don't execute, we always fall back to be like, hey, you know what? I would have done it like this. Why did you do that? I would have done it this way. And I think it's an impossibility to hire someone that way. So, yeah. Yeah. For us, I don't think it's like we've kind of had it both ways where like we've like really vetted the person and or we've kind of just been like, okay, we'll hire them for like this purpose. Sure. But... 
we don't expect them to be like us. Okay. I don't think that's our like level. There's kind of like the basics sure. that we want yep. done that we think like just like a professional yeah, yeah, employee yeah. should fulfill that we find doesn't <laughs> always get fulfilled. Feel like you're biting to, your tongue. She's about to like... <laughs> it's learning the business too though, right? Like everyone wants what you have right now, but they're not willing to put a in like... A lot of people let us down. Yeah. And like I said before, like we are in it for the 18 hours because we love it. Like we will do anything for it, but like an employee that you're playing, paying like minimum wage like doesn't feel that way and kind of like rightfully so I guess like yeah like they don't have the same passion <laughs> uh, Rachel how do you feel about this <laughs> but we don't expect that of them I think our expectations are very clear and we don't ex- I think we have basic expectations for... yeah. that but that's are fine um, <laughs> Rachel's like next like question please <laughs> and... okay but this is the struggles of a business right this is the reality like it's not all like rainbows and lollipops and sparkling unicorns it's not and everyone wants what you have right now but they don't see all of the struggles all of the hard work and sacrifices to get to that point which is why most small businesses will fail in the first three years like the statistic is staggering but yet you did it i'll tell you what we expect (laughs) from our employees we don't expect them to be at the level we are right now. Yep. We expect yeah. oh, yeah. them to act the way we would if we were someone else's employee. Okay. Yeah. That's hard. Like show up on time. That's hard. That's hard. Like show up on time. <laughs> or like five minutes early maybe. Well, that's your business. Your business is... is if you're on, what do you say? If you're, if you're on time, time, you're five late. minutes late. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. Are there any other struggles that you'd like to share apart from hiring? About running a business? Well, there's lots of struggles, especially like with a bakery. Like, this breaks down. You gotta I was just going to say that. Your fridge breaks down, and, like, the whole thing goes. Money is obviously tight with a small business. Yeah. You have to be so careful. You you want to so save, you know, to make sure you have for, like, if you're saying, like, the fridge breaks down, you need a new fridge, which, thank God, hasn't happened. But, you know, things happen, and you need that, you know, safety net. But yep. then... You have the safety net, and you're like, oh, like maybe we should invest in this new technology, or yeah. go to this trade show, or get a new sign for outside, or whatever it is. We also have people constantly coming to sell us the best product. Yeah. And it's kind of trying to differentiate and find out which one is actually the right product for us. Yeah. That's another thing we're talking about, like mistakes we potentially made in the past, just things like that. like as little as our like payment processing machine we've been through like five or like bookkeepers we've been through five could we trust this person and then it doesn't end up what we want so we have to change and wow just little the tiniest little like minutiae that <laughs> people don't <laughs> someone took their fish oil supplements uh, to people don't think of Apple like flavored. i never thought when we were going into business we would have to deal with payment processing companies okay but i do it every week for some reason and you know things like that little things so there's a lot of decision making that's like yeah. very hard like do we advertise with this company or this company and do we not advertise at all do we how much budget do we get the laminated business cards or the velvet business yeah, cards? Yeah. Like it makes a difference. Yeah. It matters to us. It matters, but it matters to people too. Like when they see the professionalism in certain things, but is it worth that extra whatever amount of money or yeah. is it not? How do you navigate, because everything's on you, how do you navigate like time off? <laughs> it's funny. As 
Oh, so can sooners, I? It's almost yeah. No, you don't. Can I ask how much time off, like calculated time off? And I'm not talking because like I had a cold or like I sprained my shoulder. Like calculated vacation time, do you think that you've taken since you've opened the business? Not even per year, because everyone's like, "Hey, I measure my vacations by six weeks off here, eight weeks off." Since you've been open, three and a half years. A month each. In total. Easily, maybe six weeks. In the first year, we on December, like during like December Christmas time, we took a week, and then starting last year, we took two weeks. Ooh. That's but, crazy. Um, That's yeah, insane. Yeah, like, obviously, like... No one has that level of dedication. Sometimes, like, we need to schedule, like, a trip or something. And yeah. try to do it as far enough in advance. Like, we have friends, we have lives. Like, someone's getting married, someone's having a baby, someone's whatever. And, like, we try to just, like... But the thing that people don't understand is if I'm gone, it's just her. So you're running a two-person business together, that level of volume in business... When you go, it's you. When you go, it's it like... It directly affects. Yeah. And because it's just one of us there, it's you're not just making a cake. You're answering, answering the, the phone, phone answering the bills, email, answering Someone's emails. walking in. Someone calls to oh make a conversation. Like, I'm getting anxiety just going, hearing that. And for some reason, when one of us leaves, it's like... So, so much, much worse. worse. <laughs> oh, but that's it's always like that. Like whenever you go away on vacation, yeah. the like the week leading up to that, you son, it just gets slammed. You get slammed yeah. with business. Yeah, it's and just it's yeah. Like recently, like Rachel took off a day that like it just wasn't that busy. Like we were not supposed to have. It was a long weekend. Like you think everyone's at the cottage, so I was there alone. I was there till like eleven at night. Or sometimes for no reason. Like or on a Tuesday. Like yeah, it just. It's unpredictable. It's, yeah. it's a unpredictable. Good thing in the way that like it's nice that we're busy. Like we like that, but yeah. Are when you... the oven's going off and someone's walking in the door, like who do I choose? The oven or the person? Yeah, the right. Door, like... So who do you choose? The oven. The oven. The oven. We don't <laughs> want to burn down the bakery. <laughs> do you have seasons? Uh, in terms of business, like when you're bi- like, are you busier at particular seasons? For yes. sure. So what are those? Um, February, March is very busy. I was gonna say January, early February is quiet. Mm-hmm. Why February, March? No. That uh, you're busy. I don't know. No. Well, we do Jewish holidays. Sure. Um, and there's a Jewish yeah, so holiday in there. Busy. Yeah, so Passover. March, yeah, Passover. That would, For some reason, like Passover and Rosh Hashanah and the Jewish holidays are our like Wild. busiest day of the really? year. Really? Wild. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Reminder. What about like wedding cake season? Yeah, there's wedding cake season. There's communion season, communion which is season like is April, May, June. I think it's because we're at the location that location. you're at. They're over by Weston and Highway 7, right yeah. on Highway 7, south side. You can see their sign. Don't worry, I'm going to post all of this in, in there. And then, like, up until, like, September, and then there's, like, maybe, like, a little bit of a lull, and then, like, coming to Christmas, it's all, like, Very corporate gift baskets, that kind of thing. And then, like, kind of, like, after Christmas, it gets a tiny bit slow because people don't want to spend as much money. Okay. Yeah. And then, Yeah. <laughs> Deep dark secret you can share. Is there a dessert that you, not that you don't love, but if you had the choice, you would hire someone to do the dessert for you in your bakery? Is there anything that like we're I, making right now? Yeah. That you're just like, I wow. I've said cake pops before. Like, but we took those off, we took menu. Them off our menu. Why? Because they didn't of that? bother me as much no. as you. And, like, if I was doing two dozen, it's one thing. It's when you have to do, like, We did, like, a thousand. Because it's so like, laborious, like, so laborious. 
Yeah. So because it's so much work that goes into it, so like just much work. intricate it, work. Yeah. There's no like, streamlining to it. It's like we are individually one by one. Oh my yeah. gosh. I don't know. I I could. I like the decorating more so to the baking. Okay. Um, maybe like get someone to try and do more of like the baking. We could do more of the decorating, that kind of thing. Okay. But nobody's gonna do it. Okay. Now, is there something that you love, absolutely love, love doing? What's the one thing that day in, day out, you just, you're excited to do? I love doing buttercream cakes. I like fondant too. I really like working with fondant, but buttercream specifically, I think it like, so like interesting and cool. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoy doing that. Okay. I could let her do that forever. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite thing is just letting Erin do that (laughs) at the bakery. (laughs) And she does. And I do, yeah. But Um, I'm happy to do it. Like, I love it. I still love it. I yeah. love I love all of that. I love decorating. It's, it's yeah, decorating it's like art. Like yeah. I love like the idea of like painting on cakes mm-hmm. and I love like building a figure or like building a person out of fondant or you know like those intricate details or So let's say someone's listening or watching and they're like, "Oh, I really want to like learn and work with these amazing people, bakers." What would they ha- what would they have to do to kind of prove themselves to you? Like, when you talk about creating and decorating, isn't that very, like, objective? Like, it's the way that I see it, the way that I look at it? Yes. Um, sometimes, well, sometimes a customer sends us a very specific sure. design. So you just got to follow it, though, right? Okay. Yeah. Which I'm not saying is easy. No, it's not easy. It's probably even more difficult, right? I can say that in the past, we've kind of, like, determined that based on pictures people show us. Okay. I don't think that's good enough. I think we need to see someone working in action, kind of, as we said, like a probation period. Sure. Is extremely important. Okay. That's amazing. Um, I get this a lot. I shouldn't say I get this a lot in the business. Um, But when you get people coming in being like, they're like shopping around. Hey, this bakery over here is going to do it for X amount. How do you navigate that? We say go to that bakery. You do. Yeah. This is our product. We have a high quality, high not we don't say it like that obviously no but we we say like this is our price and it's a price for a reason now it's it's that now was it like that in the beginning less so less so okay we've definitely like learned from that yeah we've learned our worth yeah we are for sure we are worth this price and if you don't want to pay it you can go somewhere else but you're not going to get the same quality customer service taste flavor everything that we can give you or i will say if someone comes in and says you know they want whatever it is and it's we quote them something out of their budget. I'll say, what is your budget? Let us it. give you alternate designs that we might be able to fit. If they come in and say it's $20, we'll say, I'm sorry. Like, there's nothing we can offer you. But we will try to work with them to, you know, make something. I, but I, When you said that, I think of empathy a lot. And this is, I think, the teacher in me. Um, you ask what is it what's kind of the budget that you're looking at maybe we can come up with some suggestions always Always. as opposed to like some people like even in my line of business being like there's no way like no not gonna do it like i've met other agents who are like no i just thought no too bad and i'm like really but we're helping people people are coming to you asking for your service asking for your help so i think that's incredibly important that that empathy piece in business is huge it's tremendous Mm -hmm. we want to like our job is literally making people smile on their wedding day their birthday anniversary whatever so if we can like help that customer like make something that 
they want and love and we know will taste great and then keep that customer for the next 20 years, like of course we're gonna try. It's when people come in ready to shop around a little bit kind of sure yeah you know, yeah yeah i get but it our brand is very important to us or like when sometimes people hear, they sorry when people hear ENR sweetery like i don't want them to think of like a loblaws cake like we sure. want them to think of an ENR sweetery cake yeah so it's important like a custom to us. cake a very custom a custom cake yeah. and like when people try and compare like i can go to whatever and, and get a 20 dollar cake and we're like we can't make that for you but we can give you people other say ideas all the time it's, that yeah, brand no, is yeah. That's the part that's frustrating. If you have a budget, like of course we're sympathetic. Like not everyone can afford our product, unfortunately. But when you come in ready to shop around, trying to nickel and dime us, that's where because we put so much work and so much effort into it that yeah. you know. I know you do. It. Yeah, I know and you so do. So often when people see our cakes, they're like, I don't want to cut into it because yeah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> what an like amazing compliment, mm-hmm. though, right? Because not only does stuff to like taste like next level, the designs are just unreal. I, I bet this is probably the greatest, one of the greatest compliments I'm going to ask you is like when someone's like, oh my gosh, that turned out way better than we had even planned it on. It happens yeah. all the wow. time. Yeah, it does. Like, is there any like, greater... Oh, wow. Like, wow. Is there any other, is there any other, like, is there any other compliment that's greater than that that you get? It's a pretty good compliment. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, I think, like, when she was saying, like, we don't, we can't cut into it. Like, it's too perfect. Or, like, we saved it. But at the same time, I'm like, please cut into it. Like, we worked so hard on it. Like, taste it. It's yeah, delicious. please. <laughs> please don't just leave it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, like, often people come to us and, like, we make these, like, little fondant figures to put on top. And they're like, like keep it. I still yeah. have them from three years ago. And we're like, you should be a <laughs> uh, just don't eat them, please. Don't eat them. We're like, we kept them in our freezer. You don't have to do that, by the way. They can be kept at room temperature. <laughs> so a normal, let's say, two-tier wedding cake, start to finish, how many hours do you put in? Completely depends on what it looks like. Does it? Okay. Completely. On on average. Like middle, and I'm talking like, I know it could be dozens more hours on this end. Okay, let's say it takes like... 15 minutes to make oh, the batter. And then no, it yeah, takes like start to finish. 40 yeah, minutes to make. Thinking about it, it designing it. A minimum of six hours up to 20, 30. It depends. Sometimes oh, depends. details have to be made in advance. Sometimes it's days. Covered in sugar That's flowers. Crazy. But our cakes are always made fresh. That's the thing. Yeah. So yes. all the details. You don't even have a freezer. That's what That's sometimes crazy. makes our hours extremely long. Crazy. They don't even have a freezer. <laughs> like, no someone freezer. Have, people have asked for ice cream cakes, and we can't even, we don't even have a freezer. But yeah. that's staying true to your brand, though. Yeah. Right? Very important. We also us. don't use mix. A lot of bakeries, do, which we're not looking down on it. Like, people use cake They mix. use it for a reason. Like, it makes sense. It's but. easier. You know, it's predictable, whatever. But we don't want to. Yeah. We don't do it. We use, we use real vanilla, real butter. Real butter, all, yeah. And that also makes our product more expensive, but it tastes so much better. And it's not like, you know, I don't want people to be like, oh my gosh, there's like, am I afraid to even call them? Because they're so, no, no, not one bit. Like, they'll work with the budget that you have Mm -hmm. as long as your budget's reasonable. Like, if you're walking in and be like, you know, I got $47 and I want an eight tier (laughs) wedding cake. Sorry. (laughs) Go to like, like that means. You can't. You can't. Because your time's worth something now. It's very valuable, right? And that's something that I've realized as well. Right? That's crazy. It's amazing. So uh, I got a couple of questions. Uh, Last questions. What are two pieces of advice that you would give every budding entrepreneur? Anyone who has that even inkling of being like, you know what? I want to do what they're doing. What are one or two pieces of advice that you would give to them before they even started? You have to 
have to be willing to have very little vacation time. <laughs> Your life is going to be consumed by this business. Yeah. And if you don't love it, it's, it's going to fail. It just won't work. And I think that's a very consistent message from every successful entrepreneur is like you need, you have to understand, you need to sacrifice. And not only do you need to do it, you actually have to be willing to like do it like and, openly. Yeah. And people think, oh, you're your biz- own business owner. You can make your own hours and this and that. But it's the complete opposite. Like the customer chooses our hours and they choose when we're working, when we're not working. Like it's all up to them. So yeah. we really have less control of anything. <laughs> yeah. So true. Yeah. Like sometimes I wish like someone would be like, go take a two week vacation. Like you have to because of this corporate policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you love it though. Like people are like, why do you work at the level and pace that I work at? Because I love it. Love it. Love it. Love love it. it. People don't get it. What do you? Um, picking a business partner would be like another piece of advice. If you if you're choosing choosing. hard to do alone, it's hard to do. Like, what do you mean hard alone? Like your business is hard to do alone. It would be so hard to do alone. It would be yeah. so hard. Some decisions, like, I need her opinion. Like, I yeah. don't want to make that decision on my own. It's so nice to have someone decision else. Hours, decisions, long hours, just draining. That's the thing. Like, if I do get sick, if I do need to get go somewhere, like, she is there. Um, but if you're on your own, if you're it, on it's your own difficult. Yeah. You really have to pick someone who you trust. Like, trust is the number one thing. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like having gobs and gobs of money beforehand. It's just having that innate desire and passion to kind of fulfill like what you want to do, like yep. pursue that dream. If you love it, you'll figure it out. Like I love money it. is if not. If you love it, you'll figure it. Out. We're gonna. I'm gonna use that quote. No, seriously. If you love it, you'll figure it out. I would uh, like, also say. <laughs> if I have a pen right now. If you love it. Yeah, I love it. That's I'm also so gonna awesome. say something to the exact opposite of that. Um, which is why this works. No, which I'm, I'm actually surprised I'm going to say this, but, like, I feel this, like, more even, like, where we are in our business. Before you start something, like, do a little research. Um, also true. And actually maybe, like, make a business plan, even if it's just for yourself, um, so you can have, like, some sort of prediction of, like, what things are going to cost. Sure. What you're actually expecting of yourself goals and you know and I don't think that's the opposite of what I said I you know do those things within it sure sure yes just be prepared you have to be prepared be prepared don't be naive to the amount of work and all that and yeah I think we we had to do a business plan to get our financing and the process of actually going through it at the beginning was actually very helpful it's also, you also just really have to analyze the life that you want. It's yeah. kind of like you said, like, where are you, are you going to be in five years? Like, do you want to be just, like, having, like, a nine-to-five job? Like, yeah. some people want that. Like, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Or do you want to yeah. work hard now? And have something way more later, own, like, right? Yeah. Um, let me ask you, did your educational experience help you? to where you are right now. Mom and dad don't listen to this. <laughs> no, well, I'll say one thing. We both do have business backgrounds. <laughs> we I have do, a very strong opinion. I think we both have business backgrounds. It, I wouldn't say that like... From we, school? From or school. Just, we both, we have both went to degrees. business school. Okay. We both have business degrees. Now, did that help? I would say that it, we had a better understanding than maybe the average person, but could we have done it without it? A hundred percent. And your opinion? Yeah, Uh-oh. I think I think it. Uh, my university degree helped in discipline. 
and time management and all of that element, but do I remember the four corners <laughs> of the marketing wheel or I don't even know what it's called. Never like, heard of that before. I don't even marketing. know. Like <laughs> I took courses in marketing and economics and accounting and bookkeeping and all oh that. We hired someone to be our bookkeeper right away. And marketing now is so different than even yeah. what we were learning in yeah, school. Yeah, exactly. Completely different. Way different. Have that social media. No, not completely no. irrelevant. And I, I, I don't think you need a business degree to do it. It depends what kind of business. Um, like for example, I went to school for baking, and she's completely self-taught. But and I can do like yeah, and I can also that's tell you wild. that we. Have I didn't know that. I thought she. I thought. I thought you went to school for baking as well. No. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Completely self-taught. But I can tell you that we've learned a lot on the job. Like, experience exactly. is huge for us. Like, so, we've, exactly like you said, we've changed so much over these three years. Okay, so I'm going to flip this on you. Some, you have two, <laughs> two candidates. One is, like, really skilled, best cooking schools in the world, everything. Yet, you question their desire and passion. Whereas the other one has no schooling, didn't even finish high school, is self-taught, but you can see the passion and desire. You can only pick one. Who do you pick? Depends can I see somewhat of the skill in this? Person? Yeah, it depends. <laughs> I was gonna say depends um, I'm going to say no. Position. I say no. I say it's strictly from the interview process. You're going to hire one. <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> I'm going to say the trained one okay. only because um, with with the experience we've had in the past, we've gone the other route. Okay. Um. And we were disappointed. Okay, so you're you're, just, you're speaking from experience, though. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Okay. Um, okay. I think if we were gonna have someone to try and replicate what we do, like we were saying, yeah, we, they would need the skills. Like we, we're happy to teach someone, but only to a certain. Sure. Okay. I don't know. It's a hard question. It is. No. No. I think. I think like the question marks. I think like I said like I think it's more about the skill level than like the training. Okay. Like even like the innate skill level. Yeah. Because you can you you trained yourself. I trained myself. On paper, Rachel would be way more qualified than you. Correct. (laughs) Correct. But Ask me to make a buttercream flour in your face. <laughs> I don't know how to pipe buttercream flowers, even though I went to school for it. There you go. Well, there's a classic, but that's perfect though, yeah. right? Even though you went to school for that particular skill, you don't know how to do it. Yeah. I've been a huge proponent of this. I heard this a, a long time ago. They say, hire for heart, train for skill. Huh. Hire for heart, train for skill. And I'm like, yeah. If you want to learn something, Go on the internet and learn yourself. I did this yes. as a teacher. I'm like, I had an act, GTS, Google that stuff. <laughs> and I would tell to the kids that. all the time. And I'm like, if you want to know specifically, your time's better spent going to research it. Let's actually get work on the nitty gritty, the problem yeah. solving and all of that. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a hard question. It is. No, it I, is. I'm not sure. Okay. My, that was my initial. Okay. But... No, it's, it is sure. a, it's a really tough question. No, I get it. I think there's more to it than that. That's okay. why also. Okay. It really depends on the person. I don't know. We've just... Depends, yeah. We've been so sure and then been so... You've been bitten. Like, bitten? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. It's hard. Okay, okay. All right, uh, let's get in the last uh, two questions. Um, can you share with us your fa- fondest childhood memory? Like the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> fondest childhood memory. For, for speeding Aaron rice pudding. <laughs> Rachel gave me rice 
pudding one day when I was at her house when we were very young, maybe like six or seven, who knows how old we were. And yeah. I thought it was regular pudding. And so I had a huge shock when there was like chunks in it. I've never eaten rice pudding since. Really? <laughs> Why is this pudding all curdled? <laughs> and your fondest childhood memory? Force feeding Rachel something off. <laughs> we had great memories playing with her Barbies in the basement. Oh, yeah. yeah. She had a great a Barbie my collection. Childhood has Aaron in it. It really does. I love that. That's so amazing. Okay. Yeah. Um, favorite dish slash meal it is your last meal on planet earth <laughs> on planet earth and you ask for can i say hers and she can say mine that's you don't wild. know mine oh my god what's yours uh oh oh so i guess we can't do it wait uh -oh. wait wait <laughs> let me think about it is this the end of e sweetery dun 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 no. your last meal on planet earth okay well i know hers would be Pizza and French fries. I do like pizza and French fries. Okay. With maybe like cheesecake for dessert. I do like cheesecake. Really? Okay. <laughs> I, I always thought cheesecake. it was weird. Maybe it's just me, but like when I go to Pizza Pizza and it's like there's like a French a slice of like pizza and a French fry combo. I'm like, really? I'm like, that's so strange to me. I don't want Pizza Pizza French fries as my last meal. But you just Wimpy's want these fries. I like Wimpy's. Oh really? <laughs> I haven't had Wimpy's in a long time. Okay, and mine would be since yeah. she doesn't know me. Wait, can you give me a hint? Uh oh. Um, <laughs> similar ingredients to what yours would be, but in a different form. You've made it for me. Mac and cheese. No, no I don't. That, I didn't think that was the answer. Similar form. <laughs> a grilled cheese. Yeah. <laughs> really. I love grilled cheese. Is there a particular I would, place? I would not have said that. Really. That's your last meal? In my in my mom's a grilled cheese maker. That's really? Aw, that's One so time nice. I made a grilled cheese in Rachel's grilled cheese maker at her it mom's exploded. house and it exploded everywhere. Oh. That so, was the beginning of our partnership. Tra traumatizing <laughs> experience. Uh, okay, and then I'm going to leave, uh, leave the, the, this last question. I always leave it to the end. Um, what does it mean to be great, be kind to you? So you can answer together in unison if you'd like, or you can answer separately. So what does it mean to be great and to be kind? Well, speaking from like a partnership perspective, sure. like we were saying, like it's very important to listen to each other. Yeah. And by doing that, like you don't have to agree with them, but it's just like a kind way of like showing your respect for someone and showing that you do care about their opinions. Yes. And I think that's really important. So empathy, okay. I would say she's one of like the kindest people I've ever met. Nice. She will... <laughs> like two extremes I can't even describe there will be an ant on the floor and she will put it on a piece of paper oh and gosh. safely take it <laughs> oh outside any like creature on this planet is so you, you should know, never sacred. take you should never take my son Noah out for a walk because he Stomp, makes yeah he's like a st stomping, stomping ant machine <laughs> like you're just traumatized with <laughs> tears running down your face uh, after a walk with Noah um yeah and okay. be just be kind to others. Empathy, like just you never know someone's story. Oh, and that's the thing. We always, never always give story. people the benefit of the doubt. Love it. Always, no sometimes what. to detriment to yeah. us, hundred percent. And uh, which we've also learned a little bit from, you know. Sometimes. And to our customers too. Like sometimes, like they can be, like you said, like very frustrating. Yeah. But like yeah. we just, kind. we just be kind. And, yeah. Like, we just continue to be which kind is, and like. And they continue to come back. And, and they continue. To always come back. kind to each other. Like, that's why this, like, friendship has worked. I love it. Well, thank you so much again, uh, Aaron and Rachel from E&R Sweetery, for, for sharing your time with us. 
Um, I learned a lot from this um, that I actually did know about you, and I've known you for quite a number of years. Uh, but thank you again for speaking your truth, sharing with us your knowledge, your story, your passion, your love for what you do. Uh, and I know so many people are going to find such tremendous value out of this. Um, and so. <laughs> as always, be great, be kind, everyone. Take care.